You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, tackling all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Trifecta. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am your host, C. Devone, where we tackle all things in your career, relationship, and your overall health. I am excited as always to start this podcast off but today I have um it's, I'm gonna do things a little differently today it's not going to be just a, a interview today I have a, a guest but I have a co-host today it's different his name is George 2.0 2.0 whichever do you like 2.0 or you like 2.0 uh, 2.0 actually 2.0 yeah I, I like I like actually when it's said so that it doesn't sound like the number because then people get it later on. They're like, wait, what is the 2.0? And then when they see it, they're like, oh. uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I can tell, you know, the people about you, but I'd rather you tell the people about yourself because I can just say he's an entertainer. Uh-huh. He's a stage manager, uh-huh. producer, uh-huh. actor, uh-huh. DJ, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. hype man, you know, musical director, everything. Also, my brother, Facts. like my brother from another. I Facts love simile. this guy, and yeah. I love his energy. Um, yeah, tell the people about you. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are all the things that I do. Um, I am an actor by trade. Um, that's probably the thing that I'm. I focus on the most uh, nowadays. Um, but I think that I'm a storyteller. And so I use all these different things to tell stories. I use music to tell stories. Mm-hmm. I DJ to tell stories. I write mm-hmm. to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I co-host to tell stories, right? Okay. I think that that's the biggest thing that I, that I can claim for myself is that in every aspect of what I do, whether I'm on stage or building the stage, it's all about making sure that I get a chance to tell a unique story. Ooh, I like that. A storyteller. Yeah. A professional. So that means you lie. Just kidding. Well, I mean. (laughs) That means you're you're a storyteller. There's there's the appearance of reality in everything that I do. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, I usually am talking to myself or just interviewing someone. But, you know, we start off with checking in. Mm -hmm. So we check in with our career relationships and overall health. Okay. And. As a listeners, I want you to take the moment to check in with yourself, but let's check in with each other. So how, how are you feeling? What's going on with your career, relationships, and yeah. overall health? Overall, I feel really, really good. Um, I have health insurance. Which Listen, is, which is, hallelujah. Which okay. is a big deal, right? <laughs> which means at any point I can go and check in for real. Like I can check on myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or I can get a check up. <laughs> and I think that's, that's really important. super important. Um, mm-hmm. Been focusing on, on diet and like... Cardio strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, took up boxing. Ooh. Yeah. Where? Uh, Mayweather in uh, L.A. Wilshire. I'm sorry, what? Mayweather gym, like Floyd. Oh, I was, I was yeah. like, you trained with actual <laughs> Floyd Mayweather? Oh, no, no, no. It's just, it's I was like, what the hell? No, 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 this no, no, is no, no, some no, no, rich people no, shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you were going to think like Cindy Mayweather. Oh. I know. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Oh, wow. Okay. No, no. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's cardio strength. Okay. And it's the thing that I love about boxing is that I can't get distracted, right? Because you go to the mm. gym, like, you know, you plan to have like a conference call mm-hmm. in the gym because you're like, I'll, I'll talk to you when I get on the elliptical or the bike or whatever, or you're taking the photo, or you're checking the gram, or you're doing whatever, right? But boxing, like, you know, if you don't get distracted, I mean, if you get distracted, you're going to get punched in the face, in the mouth, in the eye, right? It's so like I've been life. Focusing on that. Um, 
And then meal prep, man. You do meal prep. Myself. What? Yeah. That is, that's, yeah. yeah that's it saves time. Right it's there. not, it's not as big a deal. Like, I mean, black people have been doing meal prep forever, right? We call it leftovers. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> you know a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> but like, if you make, you know, you do your ground turkey on Sunday, then you can either do it on your pasta, you can do it in some tacos, you can do it over some, le- whatever, mm-hmm. the next three days. You know, you make your sides, you decide what you want. So I'm not necessarily okay. making like three meals a day for myself and my wife, mm-hmm. but I'm making, my protein, I'm making my vegetables. Okay. So that I'm not, you know, because when you get hungry, that's when you start eating like the dumb Listen, stuff. Listen, It's nine child. o'clock at night, there's nothing in the refrigerator. Time to go back to Grubhub, time to go back to Postmates, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you have that already done, it just it just makes you feel better. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you're feeling good. I feel good. You feel, you've been in California though too, so you <laughs> got mean, that like, you I mean, it's kind of even. It's all it? changed up. It's kind of even around here. Okay, listen. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, yeah. For myself, yeah, tell my, me. hmm. So speaking of insurance, mm-hmm. I have shitty insurance, but nice. um, I just got a new therapist. Super important. Mental health. Yeah, I don't think I like her. This is a real, this is, this is facts. This Was is my real story. Or? So, you know, I just went on like my ZocDoc and oh, just like yeah, found yeah. her. And, um, this time I'm, do, I'm going to a therapist through a hospital. So it's different opposed to just going to a regular psychiatrist, therapist. They ask you like a lot of questions. Yeah, like yeah. it took like a month for them to get me like a therapist. She is the most like stoic, like she gives me no, and I think I'm, I'm like, my life is a fucking show. Right, 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 right. I'm coming to you with You should be interested. Like, this should be Oh, I got stories. I'm like, trash, trash, fuck nigga, this, 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 (laughs) this. And I'm like, oh, you're going to be laughing at me. She's like. Uninterested. Oh, tell me more. I'm like, bitch, laugh. Like, that's interesting. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she just she she just gives me nothing, and um, this my so it's just my second time. Yeah. Three three strikes, out. you are out. Yeah. But um, how long are the yeah. sessions? It's forty five minutes, okay. and apparently the the registration today, they didn't um tell her I was there, so I was there for thirty five minutes waiting, which meant that my that was time. Your Get out of here. So I had twenty minutes with her today, and when I had the twenty minutes, I was ready to go because I just don't feel like. She's like, I think she ends with like, you need to focus. Bitch, I, yeah, I know that. That's what I came here for. That's what I came here for because right. it's anxiety. Right. I actually wanted you to focus me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> right. what do I do? Right, focus. Right, right. You know what, bitch? I, I need just- to, you know, I, I think that I think therapy is extremely, extremely important. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a major component of just your overall wellness. Right. Um, I haven't been in a while. I did premarital counseling therapy and it was my first time really going to therapy at the time. Oh, Wow. And I remember sitting in the room and being like, yo, this is so freeing and so comfortable and so necessary. Good. Share that with more men because we need more men to go to I think that we need need to actually have those conversations as Mm -hmm. men and actually explain that it is a safe space. Right. Right. That you actually feel better. Right. It's the same thing we did with like, you know, Mm -hmm. pedicures. Like once we started telling each other like. Bruh, get them to scrape that mess off the bottom of your heels. <laughs> your dirty like, ass feet. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel better. And then, mm-hmm. you know, niggas start doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. So that's my therapy thing. Relationships. Uh-oh. You know, no, that's, you know. Are you I'm checking good. a box? I, no, no, we're not checking are you, are a you box. Like, are you circling my, the box? Are you drawing listen, in the box? I don't feel the anxiety that I used to have. So, uh-huh. which we'll go into the topic, you know, okay. I'll, I'll go into that. But I used to feel like, 
cupping season's happening. Let me oh, yeah. get the guy. Let me have someone so yeah. I can settle down with and I can watch power with someone. You know, like I was, you know. Somebody the, on the couch. Right. Yeah. So normally I feel like the anxiety and I'm not like that whole hot girl summer. It really did like prepare me to feel a little bit more independent. Make me feel like I'm not. So you don't here. need to be cuffed I can or do cuffed this. now. I don't need to be cuffed. I might get cuffed. However, <laughs> if I don't, if I don't, I'm fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is, um, the therapy thing was a little, you know, that's weighing on me. Yeah. But that's okay because you know I have a yoga event coming up, oh. and I don't know by the time this airs, we'll see which. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm really excited about it because it's rooftop yoga. It's gonna hot yoga or. It's going to be on the roof. So depending on how hot it is, okay. it's hot, it could be, be hot, hot, or it could be a cool yoga. Hot yoga is, is depends on who you're with yes. and, and what they've eaten exactly. and, and, <laughs> and how but, they take care of their overall wellness. Yes. It's going to be hip hop, oh, um, hip hop music. Uh, you know, I'm deciding if I'm DJing or not. Normally mm-hmm. I curate the music, sure. cocktails, everything. So you know yeah. what? It's going to be when a is fun it? event. Um, it is September 8th. Okay. Oh. So, um, yes, um, I can't wait Good. to to have that. But That's anyway, so the topic uh-huh. is um, the season. So yeah. seasons, the changes, and flourishing like a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Because <laughs> Popeye's is, is Popeye, right now. So they're like sold out and like it's crazy. Like, Of course, except in Chelsea, as my friend Naima said. You go to 23rd. Someone 8th. found the last chicken sandwich. Well, because they don't eat carbs in Chelsea. <laughs> So it's like, you know, they were like, I refuse to eat. A yeah, chicken it's why sandwich. the people are in there just sweeping and cleaning up. You walk straight to the front. Oh, it's easy. You know what? I wouldn't trust it. If they said on national like TV radio <laughs> that this is I'm like, that's some people. Have you ima- had it yet? I have not. But yeah, imagine like if you were an, empl- you were an employee yeah. and you were like, we got the last chicken. And you just like made your own fucking last. You just basically took the chicken tenders <laughs> and just made it on a sandwich. Like, that's smart as hell. Yeah, nobody would know. And then just, you know, profit. Sell it. Take it yourself. Nobody would know. Put it in the pot. Listen. But, okay, so let's talk about the seasons changing. Yeah. And, like. Because they are. They're changing. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, like, people just turn into this. People get depressed. People, oh, like, yeah. like I said, the whole cuffing season. Yeah. Like, it's real. Like, what, as the seasons are changing, mm-hmm. what advice do we give to people during this time frame you know it's like we're running we're biking mm-hmm. we're doing rooftop yoga right 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 we have margaritas we're ha- oh yeah you were so sad that so I basically I, I he comes in my... and he's like <sighs> i had a margarita today and today. i'm like okay he's like i was sad about it mm-hmm. because i really wanted rosé but i realized rosé is like Season. about to be over mm-hmm. and it might actually have been my last margarita too like it might actually be closer to hot toddy Closer to whiskey oh, season. Oh, don't say that. I mean, I'm not, just not, saying. But, but, okay, this is the real life stuff. Like, the yeah. hot toddy made me so sad because I just went all the way to December when you said well, that. Well, 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 you got to start early. See, I think that's what you have to do to avoid seasonal depression. If okay. you think about the way retailers do it, right? Mm-hmm. You walk to the streets right now, nobody's selling swim shorts. Everybody's <laughs> selling things that are going to get you excited about the next season. Or depressed. Because but when it, I see, like... Listen, the the reason why the hot girl summer was so like dope right. is because every girl, small, big, yeah. no matter what, they we all had on the cutoff shorts. Yeah, Everybody's out here, ass out, chilling. Legs out, elbows exactly. out, everything. Yeah, yeah. And now we got to cover that ass up. So here's the thing, though, about mall. like about it, about covering up, though. <laughs> covering up doesn't necessarily, you could still be super fly. Okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the thing I think that's most important about fashion as seasons change is that you can get excited. Like, think about it. If you had the bomb ass rain boots, wouldn't you be excited when it rains? Hell no. That that just made me flaccid just thinking about it. It's like the bomb ass rain boots. Yo, I was like, you, I like, thought about my hair getting messed up. I thought uh, about me. Like, I don't have that problem. I don't have that problem. I don't have bomb no problem with hair. Rain boots. I'm just saying in terms of like fashion elements, right? Everything has a time and place, a season, a reason, whatever, right? Okay. So the same way I get excited about a good piece of luggage that makes me want to plan a trip, Mm -hmm. I get excited about whatever that thing is to make me want to like dive into that season. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that in order to not get bored, you got to have variety. Like I just moved to LA Mm -hmm. and- it, you know, there's not like the full four seasons out there. Right. right you know what right. I'm saying? And those are things you can you can miss. Like you miss those moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing as like really loving the daytime. But what's the time of day that most people really love? They love magic hour, but it only lasts <laughs> that long. But it's the change in the time. OK. So I like seeing things change and being prepared for them ahead of time. Right. Weather wise, wardrobe wise, Food wise, mm-hmm. wellness wise, like I, that really excites me to be able to go into the next season. So it's a matter of changing your mindset. To Hell get, yeah. So instead of looking at like how I said, you know, rain, rain boots, hot toddies, that just made me totally depressed. Think about it. Think about what, what am I? Give me something. Apple in, in, pie, in, apple picking. Apple pie. That sounds black as hell. Um, go ahead. Um, um, <laughs> the, things, the things that you do during the winter when everyone is not like expecting you to be out and all that, right. that's when you get better for the next time you're out. Mm-hmm. Like that's when you develop your skill set. That's when you you polish whatever it is. You sharpen exactly. that thing. You get tight. You learn a new skill. You learn a new trade. You learn a new something. And then when it's time to showcase again, you're like, yo. Everybody's like, yo, when did you learn that? You'd be like, the hot toddy. Or like the season check. Like I went in, I I cocooned. Right. And now I'm back out here butterflying on y'all niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You I like that. Just, I, I love the opportunity to do that. Okay. So yes, I, I wrote down like yeah. my three things of like how to basically stay away from a seasonal depression. Okay. And you, you kind of just tapped it and it was like prepare. Absolutely. So preparing your mind yes. to actually say like, all right. What are the good things that you like about that season? So you do get hyped up because we are always hyped up for the summer. I'm hyped up for the summer. Sidebar. Uh-oh. I had so many guys saying like, yo, I'm going to have a, a dope summer. I'm about to be out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City boy, city boy, summer. you know, and I'm <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. that's my phone, y'all. My bad. So <laughs> city boy, summer, you know, and then I'm like, but they literally every last one of them has this said, no, in the fall, I'm going to settle down. Word. What? Because why? You want to settle down because now you want to be in a house with someone? I Listen, but <laughs> that was just a topic that just went off, off my head. Just had to, they had to let that out. I mean, it, it, I was you dropped tr- your phone. I was, I was like triggered. It got to you. Like you I were was, triggered. Yeah, you threw all your phone on the ground. Everything. I was damn triggered. <laughs> Ooh, child. Anyway, because they're going to be alone this fall. And that's the thing. Like you out here and you having a good time. Yeah. And if that's a goal for you, if that's a goal, right. then you probably be real lonely so my first point is preparing preparing the mind yeah to really think about the good things so opposed to having a like december i just Mm -hmm. literally i just went into like depression just thinking you skipped a lot of months in between (laughs) that's the point my mind is so far gone but it's cool. to like thinking fall, negatively about the it. The fall is gorgeous. Exactly. There's gorgeous. There's the the leaves changing. Yeah. There's yeah. Spend more time with family. Like you're actually right. home to get the phone call and actually talk mm-hmm. when it's not outside and you're chasing, you know, 
you're chasing the next appointment and there's fire trucks behind you and your mom's like, what is all that noise behind? You know what I'm saying? You're home. Mm-hmm. You're crafting. Like you're building on yourself. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, I love I love the fact that you said prepare, though. Yeah. You know yeah, what no, I mean? Because if you're prepared for it, you can actually just change the way you feel about it. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like without even the things that are in season, the food, things like that. Come getting on, man. excited pumpkin for. Pumpkin pie you can't eat in July. You are killing me. You're, you're saying no all the things I'm like, I'm not looking forward to. Like pumpkin. Pumpkin, sweet potatoes. Sweet, I mean, come on. Say sweet potato, not pumpkin. Sweet potato, pumpkin, whatever. I mean, you, I like neither a squash one of you in July. soup once in a while. I don't really do squashes, pumpkin. but I get it though. It's fine. Yeah, the, don't. Black people don't know damn pumpkin. I grew up around black and white people and Jewish people, so you know. So you like, I eat chitlins like, though too. You, you with still, my you pumpkin still pie. Eat chi- <laughs> so <laughs> my oh, card is black. Black, Lord black, black. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So my second uh, takeaway is mm-hmm. have a goal for the yeah, season. I like that because if you're as you prepare your mind for like the things that you know make you happy during mm-hmm. that season, whatever. When your mind thinks of something that's ah. Apple picking, yeah. ah, yeah. washing power, <laughs> yeah. ah, you know, yeah. those things that you have to get excited for, but having a goal during yeah. that time, like, have you already my, set your fall goal? Well, I'm doing it. I'm okay. doing it right now okay. and it's working on the podcast, but Hello? more importantly is, uh, the, the podcast was always supposed to be a book. It was many moons ago that mm. I started this. It's about three pages. Mm-hmm. I started with the men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started with well, I started with the music. I started yeah. with the men and my mental. So I have three full pages of each one, and um, yeah, I'm gonna really sit down and do that. What about you? Uh, I am actually going to make sure that I don't lose what I've started. So what happens for me in the summer is like you know you work out, you get in mm-hmm. shape, then in the winter you kind of lose it and you start all over again come the spring. Boy, or January, or Jan- and you're January like, first, yeah. you're like, yo, I got to get back in the gym. I got to start eating right. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. My goal this year is to not lose what I started, to mm-hmm. build upon what I've already, you know, mm-hmm. been working on. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's the media. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're, we're working on a podcast. We're working mm-hmm. on taking all the volumes of content that we have and, and making it episodic and programming it mm-hmm. in a way that requires sitting still to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For me, traveling and moving around during the summer, I'm just, I'm taking so much in. Mm-hmm. I'm capturing so much, but I'm not necessarily organizing it. So mm-hmm. I plan to spend a lot of the winter kind of like really automating and organizing a lot of that stuff. Good. Well, this went into my third takeaway. Look at you. You just, I'm oh, just, I'm, just, I'm, you said you want me to co host. I'm just trying to be a co host. Yes. How. So I say a downtime activity. Yes. Just picking one to, you know, you know, I know for myself, I I hate the word busy, but sometimes we are just, I like to say active because mm-hmm. busy is like non-productive to mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. people say, I'm so busy. I'm yeah, like. People love to be busy. I hate the we word when busy. We die, we're busy. And even when you ask somebody what they're doing, if they're not doing anything, they'll be like, oh, I was just about to, uh, man, I'm about to, people aren't comfortable with saying I'm not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> like that's, right. that's weird. Oh, absolutely you know not. And sometimes you need to not do anything. Oh, I mean, I probably not do anything way too much. I However, I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, the queen of chill. Really? Oh yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It feels like you always got something going. I, I mean, yes, but like I take one day to just like okay. just be a total bum. Okay. So not it, a whole season. No, no, we can't <laughs> take right. a whole season. Right. I mean, in my head, it looks like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of but yeah. I, you know, my thing is going to be really getting a craft, like mm. a new craft, mm-hmm. like I. 
the the podcast takes a lot of work between sure. edits and there's cameras and there's lights and stuff, mm-hmm. but really learning more about the craft. I actually went to school um, for a TV production. I lost Word. that skill because it's still there. You know, it's still there. I, you know, I hope so. It is. But um, just really, everyone listening, just find something. Whether it's knitting, yeah. Whether it's just reading, you know, four books mm. or picking up a camera. Just doing something. I think that is going to get us motivated for, you know. I think that what I'm going to do now that I think about it. You're changing it? I like this. Just a little bit, right? Because, again, it's back, like I was saying before, like not losing off from where I started. I think that I want to get a little tighter with languages. And that's something I can do in downtime, right? Like I could actually, in my downtime, while I'm cooking, while I'm sitting, whatever, I can listen to, you know, listen to a Spanish podcast as much as I listen to English podcasts. Or watch Money Heist, you know, watch something different on on Netflix every once in a while. Okay, you know, kind of like a passive learning kind of thing. Mm. I think I might include that because it doesn't require me to actually move physically, mm-hmm. but in terms of the things that are just I'm piping into my head, music anyway. I'm listening to stuff all the time. I'm watching sports. I think I might just actually kind of turn. Let's it add a that bit. takeaway. I like yeah. that. We have the prepare. Yeah, we have like the goal. That. We have the downtime activity, but passive learning. Passive learning. That's a great one because how many times are we just, first of all, I live about 15 minutes away from the train station. So like I could utilize that 15, 15 minutes, minutes is, is plenty of time because you're doing it anyway. Right. Passively, you're learning all the words to whatever the city, you know what I'm saying? You're learning all the next. You have to say the city girls. <laughs> That's what you think of me. I didn't. Absolutely. I, I meant this, the words to the city. I was talking about the city map. The route, right. Mm-hmm. The, uh, okay. MTA. But yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we're always doing that. We always are listening to something. We're always watching something. Nine times out of 10 people come in the house. They just turn the TV on, even if they're not watching. Right. My, my folks listen to the news all the time. Like, it's just all always on right so mm-hmm. we're all automatically passively getting information but we could actually curate that a little bit differently mm. you know what i'm saying i like that all right so we got our takeaways guys so <laughs> i want you guys to make sure that you really like focus on those huh i like these takeaways these are good takeaways good. right good. um so we have a listener question but before mm-hmm. i go into the question because i dropped my phone i'm about to bend down and get it real quick <laughs> um you're married and you've been married for how long now I am going on two years of one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Um, okay, that sounds the best. See, uh, without a doubt, the best decision I ever made. And and second of all, who he's married to? Come on, she's everything. Come on, but like, can you just tell people? I mean, I don't want to even undersell her by any means necessary because she's amazing. So I was just saying, like, you guys must wake up in the house like <laughs> always on like a hundred because. They are the most motivating couple that you ever meet. Like, you're great. You're like Gary V in the house. You're everything. No, we do. Yeah. No, we do encourage each other. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we are chest bumping. We're dancing in the house. But we also have, you know, guidelines. She's not a late night person. I'm not an early morning person. Oh. We meet in the middle strong, though. Okay. But like early in the morning, I don't need all that motivation. Um, (laughs) I, like, mean, I, I don't actually want uh, to talk. Pa- passive learning <laughs> in the morning, in the evening, when I'm like, yo, I got, let's watch this. Let's do that. She's like, Mm-mm. but we're both so alive when we're in our peak time. Right. Gotcha. Um, so where's the peak time? Like six o'clock? Like, yeah, like magic hour. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime, usually from like 11 to uh-huh. like seven mm-hmm. is the time that we overlap in the best kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's an executive uh, leadership coach, um, runs her own business, um, speaker on business development, you know, just, I mean, extensively, mm-hmm. really, really um, just careful in that area in terms mm-hmm. of her thought leadership. Um, for Working many, with every major company that worked, exists, keynotes and she conferences. Is. She and, is. Mm-hmm. She is. And, and also we get the opportunity to bring that into the house just a little bit, not in the way where we like get on each other's nerves with okay. our professions, but we can dot each other's I's and cross each other's T's. So because of her professionalism, I have no problem asking her when I'm pitching something mm-hmm. or if um, something comes up that I have to speak on and I'm not sure like what language to use around this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, babe, like this is my thought. This is what I think my response is. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm. And that's actually more of the kind of motivating thing that we do for each other than even the chest bumps. Okay, so she's not like, all right, that's just start all over. Sometimes, scratch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes she's like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't say that out loud in front Good. of anybody. But she, but it, that's supportive opposed to like. Well, because we're a team. Gotcha. And what's going to happen is all of her colleagues are going to be like, yo, this knucklehead, like, who is this guy? Why would she, mm-hmm. you know, the same type of thing as if you see, you know, I'm a content creator. So if you see content that she puts out, although I have had the pleasure of creating a lot of her content with mm-hmm, her, mm-hmm. but if she puts up, you know, a photo or a video and it's out of focus or mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. whatever, everybody's like, yo, why didn't her man say something to her about right, that? Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So we do balance each other in that way. I love it. Oh, it's the best thing. And you forgot the most important piece, the What's conference. That? Yes. Like yeah. the creator of. Yeah. The she purpose. The, yes, the, the International Day of Purpose. Um, she is the founder of what is actually the longest day in the calendar year because whatever, you know, why wouldn't it be that day that you actually mm. live out your purpose? And make, you have the most days of uh, hours of sunlight, right? Wow. So that's the time when you can actually be your best self mm-hmm. for the longest, right? Wow. Um, and so, yeah, we're really excited. It's been added to all the global calendars. It's been wikied. It's been certified. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! International Day of Purpose. Yeah. Hey Jovi. Hey, hey. I would say didn't even say her. You didn't even say her name. I mean, I'll just you know at Jovi and Zane. You know, okay. If you, for the listeners. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you've been married for two years. Best decision of. You see how my New York accent came out. Best decision. Best decision best of your decision life. Of her, of his life. Uh-huh. Um. So I have a listener question, and it's um okay. someone who's married. Okay. They've been married um, for four years. They've been together for um, um, they've been married for four years. They've been together for fifteen. Wow. Um, they've only had sex once their daughter was born. Okay. Wait. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to read it properly, but basically, the, I think the daughter is like, let's do the math. They've been only married fourteen years, whatever. So once, wait, hold on. I don't know how long they've been together. So after the daughter was born, they after stopped born, but sex. The daughter is like 15 though. So I don't, but they've been married. I guess they've been together for the 15 years. They've only been married within okay. that time for frame that, of for, four years. Okay. 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 Got it. He is not attracted to me, but he loves me. <sighs> it drains my self-esteem, makes me feel less of a woman. Mm. I feel like another child instead mm. of uh, a wife. Uh, my health is breaking down and I feel like mm. I just don't care anymore. Um, I know, you know, I have some problems and I'm, I hope, I know I'm not the only person going through this. Like, what do you recommend? Jeez, that's really, really, really hard. Um, and it's hard because, you know, one of the things I think is most important in, um, a marriage is selflessness, right? You have right. to, you just have to be selfless. 
But as humans, we just naturally are selfish about the things that we want, right? Like, right. You, don't, you don't marry somebody because you're like, yo, I think I could change her life. You're like, no. <laughs> Wait, some guy, I mean, that's where, it I mean. Might be, it might be an after effect, but you don't like, you're not initially attracted to somebody because you can make their life better. You're attracted mm. to somebody because you're like, I want them to be a part of my life. And by virtue of that relationship, you're like, I want to now be selfless and give up things that I thought were important just to me so that the us, the we can benefit. Okay. And so in this situation, it seems like the individual, I'm not, I can't remember who's not attracted to whom anymore. I think the man is not attracted, attracted to, to the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got to, they got to date. Like they have okay. to, can, when you're married, it's not, it's, it's not the end of your dating life. Mm-hmm. It's the end of your dating life with other people. But when you have kids, can you still? Absolutely. You have to even more so mm-hmm. because that's the primary relationship. Mm-hmm. The kids are, it's team A. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's you and I first. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not against them, but they need, the kids even need to know that it is us first. This is the primary relationship. Mm-hmm. We've entered into a relationship with God. And from that, we've produced this child, but this child cannot come between us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that's exactly the reason why, mm-hmm. but what I, and I actually, the other part, the real true part about it mm-hmm. is sometimes people do fall out of love. Right. Like it actually happens. There are things that happen that people. Well, he loves, he said, I mean, he loves her. He's just not attracted to her. So what, what do you do there? So and I'm not sure exactly how to explain because I think that you love somebody mm-hmm. because, right? You, I, mm-hmm. I love you because you're my sister. Mm-hmm. I love this person because they're my mom. You're mm-hmm. often in love with some, someone despite everything else, right? I'm in mm-hmm. love with you even though you get on my nerves and you snore. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with you even though you have a low credit score. Whatever the thing is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know even what I mean? though you have a low credit score. Whatever the thing is. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he might still be, he might still love her, but it does not sound like they are still in love what i find with women and i think with this um listener is that women were just like we're here let's make it work mm-hmm. no matter what and mm-hmm. the guy's like this is what i'm bringing this is the rule right. you can either stick with it or not right and i know a, a lot of very unhappily unmarried women who have no desire to leave or change the situation because they want to keep a family structure of course. or yeah. they want to have the illusion of just being like a happily married couple right. or break the suck, the cycle of what breaking they want. the cycle. Sure. I think that's what a yeah. lot of the, mm-hmm. the situation and, and it's just unfortunate that, you know, we have that and you know, what her self esteem is like, <sighs> that that's a hard one because a, I don't like to hear that a woman's self esteem is attached to a man, mm. you know, and it does, you know, if we, you know, walk down the street and we look good. No, we don't want to be cat cold, but we want someone to look Great and point. be like, you Great know, point. like the whole Aisha Curry thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's real because Great she's point. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And imagine if she walks into a room and everyone's just like. Your steps wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm me and I'm fine. You should at least look at me mm-hmm. sideways, you know. Yeah. So it, it goes back. The self-esteem, I think, is definitely the issue. Yeah. But. I don't know what an alternative is. So you're suggesting that there should be other places, even outside of the relationship, that she should be able to invest in self and or or grow self esteem or or. There needs to be an outlet here. If sure. if if you're going to stay in this situation mm-hmm. and the pers- other person is not going to change, mm-hmm. this guy doesn't sound like he's going to change. It sounds like they're they're cohabitating. They're just co. Basically, mm-hmm. that's it. You you nailed it. 
So what do you do? Do you yeah. got a do you get a side piece? Or do you uh you well, know as as here's what I will say about that, right? Have a whole side boyfriend? Here's, I don't Here's the tough know. part. Here's the tough part about marriage as I understand it, right? There are conditions that will come up in marriage that will not be favorable, mm-hmm. right? Some of those conditions look like your partner having a really debilitating disease and you're mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm, sucks. Mm-hmm. I got to go. But then you go back to the vows and it's like Mm, sickness and health. Right. Then there's these situations where you're not attracted to each other anymore because of whatever else. And you go back to the vows and you're like, till death do us part. And then, you know, there's all these kind of like contrasting, you know, how do I feel and then what did I vow? Mm-hmm. And that's why the oath of marriage, I think, is so important. Like, that's why we have to take it so seriously because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. But right. You're ma- you're, <laughs> seriously. I'm signing up and I don't know. You got no what idea the- what's going to happen in a year or two years or 15 years or after the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of parents that wake up from their marriage at 18 when they drop their kid off at, right. at their HBCU. Hey, oh, he's a Morehouse guy. Ew. Did you get that? Okay. So we got parents that drop their kids (laughs) off at their HBCU and then they go back home together and they're just quiet on the whole car ride ride Mm. home because they're like, we we didn't date. We didn't. We were all about the kid. We we lost these years and we became different people. And you don't even know that person. You don't know this person. You like the color pink. When did you start wearing pink? Yeah. What is this? You know, and I think that that. It's, it's hindsight in this situation, mm-hmm. but for those that are listening that are thinking about entering into that covenant or already in it mm-hmm. and starting to see those signs, I would just encourage you, you've got to, you've got to have date night. You've got to like be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. You've got to flirt with your partner. You've got to <laughs> inspire your partner to feel good. You've mm-hmm. got to sometimes walk... I'm gonna tell you what I like. I flirt with my with my wife. Uh-huh. Like in the, I see them all. I mean, y'all online, are so offline, cute. Offline, if if I'm in the kitchen, <laughs> I, she and she bends over to get to that oven. Oh, I'm oh um <laughs> oh oh oh. oh hey yeah. baby, I noticed that you just bent over in the kitchen the way I would have before I got married. Noticed one another. You know what I'm saying? Right, you have to right, give that right, same right. energy because otherwise, you you know you you lose those points of attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose that 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 flame. And I'm not saying it's unconditional because sometimes it happens. Right. But you have to fight for it along the way. But I I don't I don't really know what they should do. But I think that starting off with trying to date, Mm -hmm. you know, some role playing, some, you know, something different Mm -hmm. might actually kind of bring them back to a space where they feel like they felt when they first felt that way. Hmm. My advice is to leave. Just kidding. That is not. No, I would never tell anyone that is that's pack it up, girl. Pack it up. nope, Nope. My advice is I've been and this goes back to the seasons and changes. I've been going through um, a want and a need battle. Mm. What do I want and what do I need? Mm, okay. If I need to be married, this is a need. Mm-hmm. OK, is there a My need to be need, married? No, I don't. I don't think so. But I, 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 I do feel that there are women who need to be married. I see women who are so unhappy mm-hmm. that they're not married and mm-hmm. so unhappy that they're not in relationships. And I'm like, dang, that's going to... Mm-hmm. And they will settle for a mediocre or whatever relationship just to be, just to be in that. Mm-hmm. That's a neat... Listen, that's tomato, tomato, chocolate, mm-hmm. vanilla, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's your thing, then whatever that's okay. Yeah. What you... Do you need to have sex? It sounds like that's not a need. Mm-hmm. It's because if that, that's clearly not his need. 
And oh, I what, see what you're saying. Right, right, right. Okay. It's not it's not his need. Mm-hmm. And that's your need. We've got issues here. Well, see, and that could be the thing, though. That's what I talk, you know, I'm talking about peeling back the layers. She's claiming he's not attracted to her anymore. Maybe he just actually has lost his sex drive because of whatever. I think so. He might have inadequacies and things that are happening at work that he hasn't mm-hmm, communicated mm-hmm. to her. He might be grieving, you know, who knows what it is. Mm-hmm. For all we know, he might be actually having problems and right. not want to explain it to her because right. it's emasculating to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why even the communication, like, and even explaining what it could be mm-hmm. is super important. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we don't know what it is. There's, you know, we think that he's not attracted to her and maybe he isn't, but maybe he's actually just embarrassed. Right. Or, right. You know, the, who knows? No, that's that. That's a good point. And um, I guess that the flip of the story is like, can you want to be unhappily married or if you you go and then you feel that you're going to be unhappy without mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and i think that that's the you know Absolutely. the battle that um that she's dealing with yeah. and that's really unfortunate but Sheesh. i like you said like you know counseling therapy super important um i'm from just you know going through some of the the, the letter it seems like he's not interested in doing any of that yeah oh he's not yeah Yikes. so we've got a person who's it's cut dry. Yeah. This is what it is. I believe he's the breadwinner. Oh, that's there's uh, okay. What what do we do here? Yeah, that's tough. I'm and a, that's why I say some outlet to find happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's really unfortunate because I would my first thing is get therapy. Um, no, if he doesn't want to, like mm-hmm. I we have to. There's no way I can live here. Yeah, of course. But if you can't you don't have any say so in the house because you don't provide right, 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 money. Right. right. Which what? is bullshit anyway. But right. Even, I think even, you know, and I found this to be the case with other, not necessarily this kind of issue, but there are usually communities of people that have gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. And often right. when you find those communities, you can say, well, how did you solve it? Or did you solve it? Was mm-hmm. it solvable? So if therapy is something that he's uncomfortable with, I think that at the very least, it's very plain and easily identifiable that there is a chasm between them sexually. Mm-hmm. That's like undeniable, mm-hmm. right? He has to know that they haven't had sex since the last time they had sex. Right. It's a fact. Uh-huh. So if you find somebody, you know, that he feels comfortable even outside of therapy mm-hmm. talking to, or if she finds somebody mm-hmm. who's dealt with it, maybe then they can find a community of people that can feel more comfortable in terms of talking mm-hmm. and not sitting with some boring therapist who's looking at the clock for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. If that's his issue. Not right. saying that it should be, but maybe he needs to find somebody else who's more of a peer mm-hmm. um, that he can kind of talk through with or, or the same thing for her. Do you think that maybe he's doing that so she can leave? I, I wow, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. I, I am sure it's a possibility. I'm not getting anything. I'm going to eventually be like, I mean, but if how you're, passive you're, is if that you're providing and like, I'm, you know, I'm doing everything. And then I don't give you sex. It's like, I mean, yeah. that's next to like, I'm not going to give you any food to eat. But why wouldn't stay? he just leave? Mm, I don't know. You know, I mean, unless he's just a completely passive individual, it seemed to me like if he yeah. wasn't happy, you know. It's like, I'm here, I'm chilling, I'm comfortable. And like, you know, maybe you know, maybe he's people, okay with it. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there has to be something about the relationship whatever it is in whatever way they become a utility to each other he brings in the money and she, whatever is happening there's something he's she's providing for him right that he's not comfortable with losing mm. and the same thing with her 
There's something keeping you there. Whew, that's a hard one. What, super, could, you, could you stay in that? Um, you like I don't even don't even wish that upon me. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I can't even see that color. I don't even right. know. And not saying that I'm okay. Imp- maybe not. 15, you know, I'm not saying years. I'm impervious to that. You know, what I'm saying? we no. have our issues like we're right, human right, right, right. beings. But I feel like even through conversations like this, this is back to the peer thing. Right. Mm-hmm. The more you talk about these things, the more you're prepared for them. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, in, in there as they start to develop. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that one or both of us would recognize it early enough mm. to fight for it or to fight through it to, you know. To squash it. But if the person doesn't want to have sex with you and then they give you that like pity fuck or like and then like now you get in you got your sex now and you're <laughs> right, like right, 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 right. Jack just was well, I mean, worse nobody, no, than yeah, nobody wants the pity. Like that's that's a that's I just I just found out the word pity fuck and I got oh, so that's a excited. Real, real phrase. Oh, I didn't know about it because I was giving out so many pity fucks for so long that I was like, Oh, there's a word for this shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and what 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 is it is it like i mean is it is it a non you're not participating no is it a, but it's more like i'm here shit no big let deal me not like rapey but like of on some not. like all right i guess you deserve it ah interesting like Sad. it's just a condition of the relationship condition. So. there there you go yeah i haven't Conditional. had i don't think i've had one of those before. no you have just kidding <laughs> No, every guy has that. It's like, you know, there's a nice dinner. We went, you know, and then you're like, is he going to want some? Well, here's the thing, though. I think for a lot of guys in terms if that kind of thing happens, I don't know if they're that disappointed. Okay. You know what? I think pity fucks (laughs) go. Okay. Let me fix that. Yes, there's conditions. Inside of a relationship, though? In in a relationship, of course. Okay. Of course. In a relationship, but outside of a relationship, it could be like, you know what? Maybe just a nice guy, and but yeah, because for the dudes that are out there just swiping, a lot of them are just are actually just looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's actually like that's that's the punctuation. That's dessert. well, that's that city boy summer that's gonna have you with city a fail fall. Summer. Okay, oh my gosh, city boy summer. Spe- well, we wish her the best of luck with that. Um, yes, yes, we we um we pray for you and send you good vibes. Yes, pray praying for talk, you, but talk, talk therapy talk. is is necessary. It's no way to go around that whether you have to do sneak therapy whether you have to do an intervention that is you know really important or if you have to take the time away to really like think about what you want and to see what you want in the marriage mm-hmm. what or if that's going to be okay with you to not have sex then y'all have to figure out something like are you going to be if he's if it's a non-negotiable we're not having sex anymore I would, I mean, honestly, I would say, okay, well then I'm going to have to have sex somewhere else. Is that fucked up? Yeah. That's still infinite. That's why I'm not married. cheating. If he's not giving you sex and he's, y'all are married and he's like, I'm never going to have sex. I never want to have sex with you. I do not want to have sex with you. What are you going to do? Cheating. Just stay sexless? I mean, you know, you might have to buy some machinery. It's a lot. You know, the fucking, the dolls, like the, Also, the dolls and shit in a full on relationship. She got a doll that looked just like him. That's scary as hell. (laughs) He goes goes to get in the bed, pull back the covers, and he's already there. (laughs) You know what? That actually should. That is sound advice. (laughs) There we go. We got to it. We we figured out what it is. Since things are getting weird. A doll that looks just like him, dress him up in in, in his clothes. 
<laughs> and date him in front of your husband. There you go. We found it. Yo, that is so funny because if we're going to just get weird, let's just make it weirder. You know what? That's real. If you're going to be weird, oh, I'm going to be weird. That's actually really sad. That's, oh, Jesus. That is not good advice. <laughs> However, seriously, therapy is, that is the only way. Whether it's forced, not forced, that, that's a real thing. And also just finding out what you need, what you want, what makes you happy. And for his needs, like you guys have to like that selfless yeah. comment. That is real. Super real. Being selfless. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, But segue, not segue. <laughs> You're on the road right now mm-hmm. with foin. Foin Ash Jadena. I'm in some of those photos also. I've been. Oh, jeez. You're my brother. You, been, you, you matter. I mean, but this, this is being recorded on video count. too, right? Huh? You said what? Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like my, my, my brother. Um, <laughs> so you're, oh, tell, 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 we want to know about the project because so, right, I want to so make the, sure the, he gets his promotion. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jadena um, mm-hmm. and all of Fear and Fancy and Wonderland uh, proper uh, for just the amazing work that went into the, the body of work that is 85 to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's road trip and music mm-hmm. and it's indicative of the process that he took um, along with Nana and, and just a host of other producers mm-hmm to build out this, this musical experience. Like mm-hmm. they actually literally traveled the highway 85 to Africa. Wow. You'll hear him talk about it in interviews, but in short, you know, you can 85 is a highway that goes through Atlanta. Yes. That's what I, I thought it's, it was like the Atlanta to Africa. So from Atlanta, mm-hmm. you can actually take a direct flight straight to Africa. Okay. And so literally if you get on the 85, it's almost like it, the 85 ends at the airport. Okay. So it's like you're just going one fell swoop straight into okay. there. And that's actually what they did um, over the course of the last year, year and a half in producing the music mm-hmm. um, and bringing those experiences. And he even, you know, he took us over there, even those of us who weren't actually, I didn't mm-hmm. work on the production of the music, okay. but those of us that were involved in, in other aspects of, of, the, uh, of the, the live performance, we had performances over there. We had dinners over there. We mm-hmm. went to his home in Inugu, in the Emo mm-hmm. State. Like we... We had tailors. We, you know, we actually really adopted a lot of those things that we mm-hmm. just heard him speaking about. And they became real to us in a way that made us all feel a level of ownership, not just over the project, but in the same way that as Americans, we want to know mm-hmm. what is our connection throughout the diaspora. Mm-hmm. And so in the last couple of weeks, we've had the opportunity. He and I spent, um, I guess this was what this the early, early July, mm-hmm. late June we did a Heineken tour mm-hmm. where it was just, you know, DJ artist, DJ rapper kind of thing. And we hit three different cities mm-hmm. and just tried the music out on people mm-hmm. and performed it in ways that we hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And that just changed, you know, when you, when you create something like we've talked about, you know, you're, you're at home and you're, you're hibernating mm-hmm. and then you want to show it to somebody, you get a chance to see how other people react to it. Okay. Um, and then his road managers, day to day manager, Yusef and the rest of the team decided they were going to just start doing these crazy pop-ups like, oh yeah, the, and people oh, are going crazy. crazy, right? And you're on stage with him each time, right? All the, well, Nana actually has been spinning all of them. Okay, um, I get the opportunity because I actually help curate portions of the live performance. I get okay. a chance to bring that aspect into it, okay, as well. And so you'll find us doing some of the things that we'll do in the live show. Mm-hmm. You'll find those things happening at the pop up, which makes people one get a chance to hear the music mm-hmm. from his perspective, mm-hmm. two see an intimate performance, mm-hmm. but also, and a lot of them don't even realize this, they're actually helping to shape the way the music is going to be received and presented from here on out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because if you do a call and response or you, you know, you see how people dance to Sufi woman, you're like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah, dope song. Mm-hmm. That works, right? I love that song, by the mm-hmm. way. That sounds crazy. So you start to see how should we sequence the show? How should we build out the performance? Should all the lights just be on the audience right there because mm-hmm. they're wilding during this? Mm-hmm. Should he go out in the audience during that? You know, you start to really build it out like that. So I've just been really fortunate over the last couple of cities mm-hmm. to just be able to to party with the music mm-hmm. and to party, you know, with with Jadena and Nana and the team and really figure out how the music feels in a way that otherwise you don't get a chance to if you just go into an office and you just right, hit, hit play, right. you know what I'm saying? Or you just okay. send the link out. It's been, it's been incredible. Okay. Where yeah. are you guys going next? We're headed over to the continent. There's going to be a couple pop-ups over there. It's going to be some of that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and that's what's really important, you know what I'm Good. saying? Because as you know, I mean, I see all the places that you go. You spend, mm-hmm. I'm going to forget, when you went to Egypt, you're like, I get a chance to play nights over Egypt. Like you can, when you take those mm-hmm. records to places where they right. <laughs> are supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then you bring them back, you're just informed completely mm-hmm. differently. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I love the States for sure. But I'll tell you one thing, when you perform overseas, you learn more about performance and how uh, it's received. I see that. You know what I'm saying? You bring a different kind of energy back, so... Mm-hmm. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. That's what you're doing next and you guys going to be. That's the next big thing. Tour is going to be all throughout the fall. Um, okay. And, and you're uh, focused on him because you do a lot with Wonderland. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I actually, so I obviously I started off with Wonderland. Um, I was with Janelle for 10, 11 years mm-hmm. from the very beginning of her career. Um, I love Janelle Monet. She is one of the most important mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. of our time like one of the most important activists, one of the most important actors, one of the mm-hmm. most important artists mm-hmm. of our time. And as the compound was being sort of like built in Wonderland, I was one of the early inhabitants. And, you know, it just, it was one of those kind of things. It was like a fast food restaurant, right? It mm-hmm. was like, yo, I need somebody on the fries. All right. Can you also do the register? <laughs> but that's how you learn. That's how you learn. That's mm-hmm. how I started stage managing. Mm-hmm. When she asked me to go out on tour as her stage manager. I was actually going to ask you that. I was like, how did I didn't know how to stage manage. Resume, you'd be like, I done did I, I, I will, it all. But it's also about wanting to learn. Right. And using every opportunity to ask questions. You know, I can remember being on stage and I'm, you know, at the time I'm 20 something years old, thin, black kid from the States. Mm-hmm. We're in Portugal. They're putting up LED screens and blah, blah, blah. And the stage manager for the festival is looking at the sheet and they're like, all right, so where should we put this? And here I come on stage, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a stage manager. They're like, I don't know. We're going to wait till uh, George Twapinto uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. shows up, the stage manager. And I'm like, uh-huh. present, uh-huh. you know, and as opposed to taking that as an opportunity to be insulted, mm. I shadowed. Gotcha. I asked questions. Mm-hmm. I did that. And that's what led to even producing shows for her on the Grammy stage, producing mm-hmm. BT, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I, I check boxes, but I, I I like to fill in the whole box while I'm there. Mm. You just check the box. You got a lot of space you haven't used. That's a gem right there. You know what I'm saying? There's a little bars, little bars. Yeah, bars. But like, I really just want to spend while I'm there because you never know when you're going to get a chance to again. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you wish that you would mm. ask that question when you have the opportunity because next time you that go somewhere- me. And you're like, yo, I should have asked Ty about whatever, whatever. I should have asked Crystal about whatever, whatever. Because, you know what I'm saying? Ask. Ask questions. You know what I'm saying? You get that one first time to be a rookie mm-hmm. and to ask as much as you want. Ask. Right. Ask questions. Oh, I like, look, look at the gems right here. Yeah. Well, huh? 
thank you so much for being on the show. Like, I actually I, really enjoyed it, man. I, oh, you I did? just I, I've been watching and I got to say, you know, for everybody watching, um, I hope I'm speaking on their behalf. Right. It's really, really good <laughs> uh-huh. to see you in this position. Ah, ew. <laughs> it's, it's important. Thank you know you. what I mean? I think that you obviously have a voice and we've seen you speak in places. We obviously mm-hmm. know what you do behind the turntables. But like to see you curate space mm-hmm. for other creatives mm-hmm. unselfishly to host space for other people. Mm-hmm. It's just really important for us now, Mm -hmm. um, especially as a black woman, but especially as an artist to see that there Mm -hmm. are other ways that Mm -hmm. you can perform. Mm -hmm. There are other things that you can do with your Mm -hmm. artistry that for some of us, you know, we we enter into the business a certain way. Mm -hmm. There are other options once we're in there and you're leaving the door open for a lot of people. So we really appreciate it. Well, I hope so. And I thank you. You know, I received that. And that's something that I also talk to people about is really receiving the, you know, the blessings and the comments oh, yeah. and all that. You gotta take so a compliment. Thank you for that. I just, I love you so much. I love I'm you like, it's my brother right here. I'm so honored to have you on the show and where can people find you? Yeah. I mean, you can book him for anything. I mean, there's a lot. But I, like he just I, does it all. However, he's I, probably going to be busy. <laughs> But I like to be on either DJ. side of the camera if you want to hit me up. You know, I can shoot something for you. I can shoot something with you. Um, of course, on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. probably the easiest way to kind of see what I'm doing day to day. So that's 2.0. T-W-O-P-O-I-N-T-O-H. That's 2.0. Or the website, george2.0.com. <laughs> That'll give you all your reels, your questionnaires, your mm-hmm. resumes, your pictures, and things like that. But for the most part, if you see me anywhere, come holler at me, man. I just, I would love to talk to you. I would love to work with you. Um, you, you are know. so personable. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, He's, yeah. I mean, well, that's actually like one of which you need to nail on the head right there is like, you are likable. Thanks. And that's so when you say the stage manager is saying, oh, who is this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, one, you didn't take offense. And then two, it's like, you you're likable naturally like you just had that about you so people don't get you know like oh what are you trying to learn you're trying to take right, my right, job right, right, and, right, right, and right, right. that is like yeah. my assistant she's just so friendly and she's so nice yeah. and i'm like this girl yeah. by next year i'm gonna be i'm gonna be asking her for a job, <laughs> a job because right? <laughs> like she's always trying to learn That's how, those are the always, people that get ahead mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you can't take offense to to mm-hmm. the, to being thought of in a certain kind of way until you get a chance to open your mouth and prove differently. Mm. And when you do that, you ask questions, you are gracious mm. and you give credit to where the information comes from. That's, that's mm. a really important thing, right? Like if you drop a gem and you got it from someplace else, credit it. We don't write bibliographies no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no bibliography in social media. Right. <laughs> There's no work cited. Right. But there are drops. There are ads. There are, it don't take nothing from you to, to, you know, double tap somebody in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't take nothing for you to tell somebody. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a bit of an extrovert at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot do it. I really? cannot go up to people. Like, even if I'm DJing at an event, which yeah. was recently and someone who I really admired. And they've I seen you and to, everything they know. And I'm just like, I'll, I slid into DMs to yeah. be like, Hey, you know, I love, I love you so much. Yeah. But I freak out in yeah. person. And I think that I am likable, but I just feel like, my language, my body. I'm always like, is my breath stinking? That, yeah. Like, I just get so totally nervous understand. where yeah. I'm like, or like if they're around too many people, but there are people like, I feel like you can just, in a room full of people, crowded can just go over and say, hey, how you doing? I'm yeah. so-and-so. I'm like, 
I'm C. Devone and I'm weird and awkward. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Being a fan is, is, is don't ever, because you, I mean, obviously your trajectory is crazy, mm-hmm. but you never want to lose that thing. Mm-hmm. You never want to lose that wonder and that magic that makes you think of somebody in a certain right. kind of way. You just don't want to hold them to such a high pedestal that when they fall off, you're just crushed because you forgot they were human. Mm-hmm. If you remember they're human in the beginning, you can talk to them like a human in the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I'll be honest, like it's difficult for me. That was one of the reasons why even with stage managing, I had to kind of pull back a little bit mm-hmm. because I was, you know, I was seeing people and I couldn't get to them because mm-hmm. I was working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to make that adjustment. I had to find those opportune moments to actually talk to people who mm-hmm. I wanted to have conversations with. Okay. You know, so. I like that. Yeah. Thank you for that advice. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you once again for tuning in to Music Men and my mental. And another thing that you totally <laughs> forgot to talk about Uh-oh. is spring coming. Oh, man, real Dude, quick. Dude, you're going to get knocked real the quick. fuck out. Oh, man, real quick. He is the founder of Spring Coming Let's in New York City, it. which is such a big deal. If you guys don't know, I am a Howard alumni. He's Shout a out. Morehouse grad, an alumni. Shout and, out. um, you do something called Spring Coming, and yeah. I'll let you talk about it real quick. Yeah, quickly. so we're going on our sixth year. Shout out to my co-founder, Lauren Grant, graduate of uh, FAMU. Um, and the basic thing is we started off running into people who had the same experience that we had. We run into a Howard grad, we run into a ski grad, mm-hmm. at a mixer, at a whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, we all actually hang out at the same place. We're all upwardly mobile. We mm-hmm. all are in a space where we're building in our communities let's spend time together over the course of a weekend especially because as we got older a lot of us couldn't get back to homecoming because we had jobs right or we had kids or there was a wedding that same weekend Mm. or whatever a line anniversary i will be there i'm always there every year i go back every Mm -hmm. year too but Mm -hmm. some people don't right right and then in the spring you know there's there's holidays there's mother's day Mm -hmm. there's you know things like that so we were like well look if we're all together anyway let's all go up to the park get a couple bluetooth speakers a couple blankets you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A bucket of chicken or whatever, and let's just sit out there. Yo, niggas came out in droves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it turned, I mean, like it was just more people than we could even have imagined. Right, right, and right. And having everybody together like that made us be like, well, how can we give back to make sure that somebody else from these boroughs and mm-hmm. North Jersey could have that same experience? So now what we do going into our sixth year is we have a festival weekend full of programming that mm-hmm. includes everything from hackathons, going to church, mm-hmm. um, stage shows, kickbacks, bar crawls. And we take a portion of all those proceeds from our sponsors because the entire weekend is free for attendees. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that we award some scholarship money to kids that want to go to HBCUs and ask that they come back here and and contribute to the community in the same way we are. So you can find that at HBCUspringcoming.com. We'll be right back the third week of April every year. We've been grandfathered into the city calendar. Come on out, rain or shine. Just flourishing out here. I mean, just flourishing, you know. know. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Music Men and My Mental. You know, I'm C. Devone. Thank you, George Two Points. Ah, oh. for being on the show. Make <laughs> sure you follow, like, and subscribe on YouTube at Music Men and My Mental. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And make sure you actually listen to some of the last podcasts. Um, last podcast, we had Alicia Reese, and she was dropping all the gems about mm. relationships and businesses and just everything. And, you know, today we went into a little bit differently. Hope you guys, you know, give us some feedback and all that good stuff. Have a great day and make sure, you know, you feel a life of balance and, yes. and purpose, international yes. purpose. Is <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Peace, Bye. Peace.